Hello again and welcome to another podcast. My name is Andrew Wetzel. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster. I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, and a mediator. I've been moving buyers and sellers since 1996. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Today's topic is why is initial marketing time so critical? Imagine this. Your house just hit the real estate market after weeks of planning and cleaning and dreaming about how it would all turn out. Would you get full price? Any unusual requests or conditions? Would you be able to find a new home that made leaving your present home easier to handle? Everything seemed possible. Then nothing happened. The market essentially yawned. What does this mean? Even though getting your home on the market created so much anticipation and disruption in your life, Let's look at the other side of the equation. You dipped your toe into an already churning market with however many prospective buyers already looking and evaluating and making decisions. Whether you are in a buyer's market or a seller's market, there's a good chance that you will not see every prospect looking for a house like yours, but you would like to see as many as possible. Of course, there's no way to know how many are looking right now, so let's take a broader look at what is possible. How many buyers will enter the market tomorrow? How many have already decided to make an offer on a specific house or are currently negotiating one? How many have given up, deciding to wait for whatever reason? You may be able to appeal to any of these, including buyers already under contract, as long as they like what you have to offer and they have a way to end their current process. However, your listing must be able to be found in their searches or they will not even know it's for sale. Let's go back to my original point. I would argue that the current number of prospective buyers is greater than the number who will enter the market in the next few weeks. So if none of them makes an offer, what do you do? Perhaps some will come to see your house and do nothing. They could change their mind later if they were getting their finances in order and were evaluating the overall market before taking action. Or not. Perhaps one or more will make overtures that could become promising if your agent knows how to handle that opportunity. Or not. The real question is, how long do you wait before taking action to increase your odds for succeeding? You can wait for the market to reform, or you could attempt to hook a buyer already looking but not committed to a house. How do you do that? If you are satisfied that your house is being properly marketed, meaning that other than the price, it will come out in proper search results, the price has to be a concern. If you think that your competition has more to offer than your house, you could wait until they all get contracts. Of course, new competition will present itself. It always does. Patience is a wonderful thing, and I respect sellers who are patient, but at some point, Unless the seller decides to remain in their present home, something has to change. You cannot keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. A seller has two controllable variables, the agent they hire and their asking price. Sometimes changing agents is good as it provides a different perspective. Changing your price, however, requires a strategy and it may affect your overall plan. A price reduction has to accomplish one of two things. It either has to motivate a buyer who already knows about your house but has not made an offer, or 
a price adjustment has to reposition your house to a new group of buyers. Pricing is important and taking a reduction just for the sake of taking one, especially if marketing is the real problem, only serves to lower your proceeds and perhaps impact your options. There is no time for inexperience, empty promises, or false expectations. Remember, hire wisely. We are not all the same. Thank you as always for listening.